there, you are listening to the Embracing the Gap podcast, and I'm your host, Certified Health and Wellness Coach, Lauren Leitner. I created this podcast for all of you who are living this yo-yo lifestyle and you're really not sure which direction to go and you find yourself dancing around your goals, trying to look and feel your best. And listen, I have been there and there is just so much information out there that it's overwhelming. I have learned with my clients that facing your challenges is far greater than just changing your diet and exercise, and that is where we get stuck. We get lost wanting to get to the end results rather than focusing where you are right now. And that is where change can really happen. This is what I refer to as the gap. So together, we can learn how to embrace the gap. Let's dive into the episode. We are at episode 19. Time is flying, everybody, and we are just uh, moments away from the end of the year here, and so I want to talk about a really uh, powerful subject here today, which is really identifying your relationship with food, because it is a relationship, and and how we make shifts in this relationship, and it's not too far off from how we do it with humans, but it's amazing how we identify it with food in a totally different way. So let's dive in. So our relationship with the food we eat is something that takes a lifetime of intentionality. We are conditioned with so many thoughts and ideas and beliefs from all angles from when we were small children things that we were told things that we observed were being told to others how people were treating themselves growing up if you were surrounded by you know just the obsession around food and weight and beauty so this relationship varies from person to person And this idea of having a healthy relationship with food is incredibly individual. But it's also a crucial part of having a good relationship with our bodies, with ourselves, our minds. And that is worth doing the work. If you cannot discover any why, it's right there for you. It's worth it. And I want to go through some ways that we can improve and transform this relationship with food. And one of the first things that, you know, we need to start with is listening. Listening and understanding your body. Think of any time you've had a great conversation versus 
a terrible conversation and that usually includes somebody not listening to you have to repeat they're distracted they look like they're somewhere else they are somewhere else and another conversation that is engaging because you guys are listening you're bouncing off each other right that's what this is and thankfully our diet culture has slowly shifted from being restrictive and counting calories to this intuitively uh, eating intuitively and listening to our bodies Um, and that takes time and you may not even know what that means but we want to feed our bodies and nourish them so that they can thrive and deprivation isn't the way to do that because that's not sustainable that's what takes us to yo-yo dieting So listening to your body's cues. If your body is telling you you are hungry, honor it. If you're thirsty, drink water. Learning these cues and distinctions can help you provide your body with precisely what it needs. Here's an interesting thought. If you live with a spouse or a partner and you always sit down to eat a certain meal at the same time, Does that really mean that you are both hungry at the same time? Or is it just, that's just what you do and you never thought about it before? Take a notice of that because I've had clients where they want to eat earlier because that's when they're truly hungry and yet they're waiting to eat dinner with their spouse and they're starving themselves until that time. What healthy balance can you find in those moments the next thing is honoring your cravings we bash ourselves when we get a craving a craving is real if you are taking that time to listen and understand your body you're going to get these signals that can distinguish these cues from cravings remember that you should also be enjoying your food so further restricting yourself from a craving will only make you feel more deprived and deprivation restriction is what usually leads to binge style eating or giving up on healthy eating altogether like I already started to eat some of the potato chips so you know what I'm not even hungry but I'm gonna finish this whole bag it's just this repetitive behavior and this cycle is also associated with feelings of guilt right and failure and there's no need for us to be bringing guilt or shame into this relationship with yourself with food with anyone so noticing those cravings you have and see if you can learn anything from them so that you can actually enjoy your meals another thing is making sure you're getting all the right nutrients We've all heard this before, you are what you eat. And I am an experiment and I can tell you that I believe in this wholeheartedly. We crave what we eat. If you are not eating whole foods and you're eating more processed foods, that is what you are craving. We have to teach ourselves to have better nutrients inside to to support new cravings our taste buds will adjust if you're just eating sweets and breads and loading up that is what you are going to crave there's no way around it 
I have a big sweet tooth. I was just having this conversation the other day. Like I had to remove foods or not bring in food. I treat myself with delicious frozen blueberries every single day. And guess what I crave? It's blueberries. Guess what else I crave? Salads every day, veggies every day, because I started to eat all whole foods and that just feels good. Although intuitive eating is the best approach, we still need to keep in mind some of the basic rules. Rather than having a restrictive approach to eating, try to think of foods, more specifically nutrients that you can add to your meals. So that's another a great point is adding to your meals. If you're not taking away and you're not ready to take something away, because the seconds we think someone is taking something away, think of us when we were little and someone's taking our toy away, right? And we put up a fit, a tantrum. It's that same feeling. So don't take anything away if you're not ready. Add, 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 and see how you feel. This is all about those observations. Making sure you're eating a balanced diet that includes healthy carbohydrates, fats, and proteins. You don't need to measure and obsess, but keep in mind that putting these uh, meals together are really substantial. Again, not every meal has to be perfectly balanced, but keeping in mind um, of being mindful of your daily intake and whether you've had enough of everything you'll know if you've had a very carb heavy breakfast try to include more healthy fats and proteins for lunch or dinner and add as many vegetables as you can i did a very interesting experiment not too long ago so my treat of choice is air pop popcorn i do that every once in a while i was somewhere else and i don't own a microwave haven't for wow over 10 years and I saw microwave popcorn which years ago um, I would have just gorged the bag so I made it in the microwave and I started eating that and because I don't eat foods like that anymore I started tasting all that film that was being in my mouth I couldn't even eat the bag for the first time in my life since I've touched that before. And it's fascinating. And you could do that too. You just, it takes time to get to that point. Anyway, very interesting. The other thing is finding other hobbies or to combat stress and boredom. Think of eating in a very unconscious state. So when you're excessive and mindless snacking are often a result of emotional eating, usually out of boredom or stress. That is that feeling of not feeling conscious when you are doing an activity. You're not really present. So how do we get there? Trying to find activities or hobbies that you can do instead, like taking a walk, meditating, reading a book. This is another example of listening to your body and understanding when you need something rather than the food to satisfy you because there is a huge different wedges in our wellness wheel that are not related to food and exercise. If you're an artist and you haven't touched anything creative, if you are once were a social person and you've isolated yourself 
um, if you had a spiritual practice and that has gone away. These are the wedges we need to look at because the food might be filling those voids. So if you are an artist, you start doing something creative, you just might be happier. <laughs> and then you're not needing to eat as much as you were because you found something that brings you life again. So if you're stressed, you know, you don't need a bag of chips, but your mind and body could probably benefit from a lovely bath or some time that's just for yourself. Well, I think that was a lot, but this is, you know, just the beginning for some of us. This is something maybe you've come into and out of and you're trying to really figure out the relationship. If you think about the relationship with food as you do people, what do you do that works with people that you can associate with food? And this week is all about staying engaged in observation. Knowing yourself a little better each day will ultimately have you make more conscious choices. And that is what brings us sustainable change. All right, everybody. Again, I want to remind you that I have some new things coming in the works that will actually be dealing with this um, head on. And um, But that won't be until, I don't know, beginning of the year. I'm very excited, still working on it behind the scenes, a lot of things happening, and I want to hear from you. Start to pay attention more. I think if you start to observe a little bit more in your food, you might be observing a little more outside that world as well. So that would be interesting. So journal and enjoy and have a safe week, everyone, and I will catch you on the flip side. Everyone, let's embrace the gap together make sure you follow like and subscribe this podcast and i greatly appreciate it thank you so much thank you for taking the time to listen to the embracing the gap podcast Feel free to share your questions and let me know where you're feeling stuck by connecting with me on Instagram at recoverwithlauren.com.